Good morning, Christ Temple North. Let's bow in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to your throne of grace this morning, thanking you for your loving kindness, for your grace, your peace, and your mercy. Father, we know this world right now, Father, needs your grace. We need your mercy, Lord. We ask you to pour out your mercy upon this world, Lord Jesus. We ask you, Father, to touch and heal, Father, all those that are sick, Lord, for there are many. We ask you, Father, to bring healing wholeness to this world right now, Lord. Father, and those that are weak, Father, we ask you to bring strength, Father, to those that are weak. To those that are grieving, Father, we ask you to bring strength and, and, and comfort, Father, to those that are grieving. We ask you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Lord, that you pour out your spirit, Father, wholly and completely upon all of us, Lord. That we may continue, Father, to seek you, to know you, to love you, Lord, and to know that we need you in our lives, Father, today, tomorrow, and always, Lord. We ask you right now, Lord Jesus, to bless the government, Father, that they make the right decisions for us, Lord. To bless the ministers, Lord, and preachers and pulpit leaders, Lord, that they make the right decisions for us, Lord. Father, we need your wisdom in our lives, Lord. We have knowledge, Lord, but we need your wisdom, Father. From the head to the toe, Lord, we need your wisdom. We ask you, Father, to pour out that wisdom, Lord. Let all, Father, in this uh, uh, process, Lord Jesus, see, Father, what we are standing in need of, Lord. Let us step aside and outside of our selfishness, Lord, and see what we should see, Father, through your eyes, Lord. Send the Holy Spirit, Father, to give us all that we need and to guide us in every aspect of our lives, Lord, that we rightly become, Father, the men and women, the children, the leaders, Father, that you would have us to be. Bless every church, Father. Let them, Father, love them people with, the, with their people with the agape love, Lord. Father, that we learn, Father, what your love truly is all about, for we're finding, Father, that our love is not enough. We thank you, Father, for all these blessings. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth upon all in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the precious Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed, and we thank him. Were you there when they crucified my Lord?
Were you there when they nailed him to a tree? Were you there when they nailed him to a tree? Oh, sometimes it causes me to tremble. Were you there when they nailed him to a tree? Were you there when they laid him in the tomb? Were you there when they laid him in the tomb? Oh, sometimes it causes me to tremble. Were you there when they laid him in the tomb? Were you there when he rose to set me free? Were you there when he rose to set me free? Sometimes it causes me to tremble, tremble. Were you there? Were you there? Were you there? When they crucified. My Lord. We're grateful. We're grateful. We're so, so grateful. We're so grateful. Happy Easter morning to you all. And, uh, and to me, this is, this, is, this is the first time that I've been, I can be a bishop. Because a bishop's over a lot of churches. And the Bible says, where two or three gather in my name, Jesus says, where two or three gather in my name, I'll be in their midst. So all of you all in your homes, it's a church. It's a church you got to find some good things out of the midst of all of this. And the good thing is, in the midst of all of this is, we're serving God and you're making a sanctuary out of your home. That's a blessing. So we always try to find a blessing. Now, when Isaac sung that song, Were You There When They Crucified My Lord? And we always think of the crucifixion and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ on Easter. And we do a whole lot of uh, 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 praising God, and, 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 and we watch the movies of Jesus Christ as super, uh, not Jesus Christ, superstar, it's one of my favorites, but uh, uh, about Jesus and the crucifixion and the disciples. But I want to talk, at the end of anything, there had to be a beginning. At the end of anything, there had to be a beginning. And, one of, and, and to me, one of the most important things that is forgotten on Easter is the ideal. The ideal of Christ being crucified had to come from somewhere. 
And, that, and we're going to talk about that this morning. That ideal came from God. And I love this. We have the different types of love, and they are? Agape. Uh-huh. Eros, mm-hmm. storage, uh-huh. and philia. But the most powerful love is agape. It is the highest form of love and charity. That's right. It is the highest form of love and charity is agape. Keep going. And agape is the love of God for man and of man for God. That's the highest love. Oh, keep going, please. It is also a universal, unconditional love that transcends and persists regardless of circumstances. It, it's, it, I mean, this love is unconditional. That's right. This love, this agape is love unconditional. Remember, the ideal had to come somewhere. Right. It had to come from where? It had to start somewhere. The seed of the crucifixion and the resurrection had to come from somewhere. Stay with me. That's right. All right? And lastly, it is seeking the best for others. It is seeking the best for others. An unselfish love. It is an unselfish love. And no greater love than that, than the love that God has for the world. That's right. There's no greater love than that. And, and, and this time here, because we've heard the Easter sermons over and over and over, the crucifixion, but I want to talk about the love that God, because there's somebody out there that's listening to us this morning that feels like that nobody loves them. But that's not true. There's one who loves you, and that is God. And he loves you with the love of agape, the highest form of love and charity. No matter what your circumstance is, God loves you unselfishly. And see, what we get caught up into too much, so many of the times, we forget that God loved us before we ever loved him. So we're talking about the love of God this morning. And, and, and one of the most favorite scriptures that we, but we, do we really understand it? God so loved the world that he gave his only son. That's the highest form of love there is. That God so loved the world that he, now we ain't talking about sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost people. God loved the world, us worldly people, before we got saved. And he still loves the world today. Do you understand what I'm saying is? There, I mean, the highest love, the, I mean, that is incredible to love somebody that doesn't love you back. That's hard to love somebody and doesn't love you back and then give your most precious gift for that somebody. Keep going, please. And that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Just a simple thing. God's love is so great, you don't have to do anything but just believe in him, and you won't perish but have everlasting life. Man, that's love there. That's real love there. All right? And we're going to come from the voice. The voice says, for God expressed his love. God expressed his love. God's love is an expression. See, we have love. These other four that we were talking about, you can look them up. Uh, Those other fours are not expressed. God's love, he done something about it. He loved us some, some, so, so deeply. God loved us worldly people so deeply. He loved the world so deeply. He expressed, yes, he expressed his love by sending his only begotten son. Wow. Keep going, please. And he did it in this way. He gave his only son 
so that whoever believes in him will not face everlasting destruction. So he gave, he done this so that whoever loved Christ would not face destruction. That's right. Or hell. That's right. Man, that's love. That's the highest form of love there is. To give your precious, God gave his precious son, wrapped him up in humanity, and let him become a human man, Jesus. Let him go through all, all that he went through so he could become the Christ. For us. For us. Just for us. All right? And so we can have everlasting life. So we can have everlasting life. And I'm not, not downplaying this virus. I'm not downplaying this virus. But you're going to leave here sooner or later with something. That's right. But thank God for the gift. God the Father, thank you for your gift of your son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who died for our sins. Yeah. Rose. Yeah. That we, when we say folks die, that life begins, it doesn't end. Because of that great gift of everlasting life through the Lord Jesus Christ. What a gift. What a gift, people. It's incredible to have the love like that. And be real, because most of you are at home, and you're with your family, and you, you just got through hearing Isaac saying, Isaac's my son. I wouldn't give Isaac's life for none of you. You're on your own. <laughs> You'd be on your own. And I know every mother and every father feels the same way about their child. But he loved us so much that he gave his son, his only begotten, only child, so that we could have salvation and through salvation, eternal life. That's what this thing ought to be about. It ought, not be about, it ought not be about, should we be in our churches on Sunday? Can we get together? We're doing exactly what we're doing here with the seven or, ten or eight people in here doing it because we celebrate. Let me tell you, Christ Tipper North, I'm in the camera, Christ Tipper North. If one Sunday, one Sunday out of your life is going to determine what you feel about God, you're in bad shape. You're in bad shape. Do you understand what I'm saying? But guess what? It was, it's a great Sunday because this is probably one of the greatest Easter Sundays in the history of the world. Because you're home with your families. You didn't have to go out and spend money buying Easter clothes. That's right. Some of you are probably in your pajamas. Right? And you invited me into your home to minister to you. What a blessing. Amen. We're going to turn this thing into a blessing. Amen. Brother Trevor, this is a spiritual thing. Amen. We are together no matter where we're at, from Florida to Johnson County to Excelsior Springs to wherever. We are together today as a one body because we spiritual people, Amen. and we're together in the same spirit because God loved us so much. He brought us together through giving his only begotten son for our lives. We have eternal lives. Wow, we ought to be jumping and shouting today. Amen. And, and then, then for some people who are still struggling with their past life, man, he erased that. Jesus Christ erased that by, begin, by being that sacrificial lamb for us. Right. And so we go to Romans 1 and 2. 
All right, here we go. Therefore, there is now no condemnation. So that therefore, there's no condemnation. Wherever you at this morning, there is no condemnation, no blame, no punishment, because of Jesus Christ on the cross, His death and His resurrection. I mean, there's no punishment. Think about. It. I am so glad this morning that God has not given me what I deserve. That he's given me his love offering, his only begotten son and Jesus who loved the father so much and loved me so much through the father, gave his life for me and washed away all my sins. And therefore, there's no punishment, there's no condemnation, and there's no punishment. I'm free, sin free this morning. That's right. All right. Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. Jesus Christ. This is what this represents. Jesus Christ has set us free from the law of sin and death. That's why I like this cross up here, because he's not on that cross. That's the resurrected cross. That means I am resurrected because he was resurrected. I have eternal life because he had gave me eternal life through his death and his resurrection. Man, we ought to be excited about that. Amen. It doesn't matter if you're in a church or in your house. You ought to be excited about that. All right? Now we'll turn to 1 Timothy 2, starting at verse 2. We may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. And through all of this, now I can lead a very peaceful and quiet life That's right. in God's honesty. That's right. Wow, keep going. I love this. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. So this is a good thing, acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. Man! God wants me to live a good and peaceful life. And I'm living a good and peaceful life. And I'm doing that through Jesus Christ. That's right. Amen. Through the Lord Jesus Christ. His death and his resurrection. And see, and if I'd go back up there, because Jesus died and we, we inherited eternal life, we can all say, when we die, can't no grave hold me. Can't no grave hold me. Because of Jesus Christ. My flesh will turn to dust, but my spirit will live for eternity through Jesus Christ, God's gift. God's love of agape gave his gift for me, a worldly person. Yes, we were worldly, and he still died for us. Unfit, he still died for us. Can I be honest? Some of us were unlovable, but he still loved us in spite of it. Yes. What a blessed day to celebrate. What a blessed day to celebrate. You don't need to be in no itis to celebrate. You ought, you ought to feel the Holy Spirit all down in your body. Jeremiah was all by himself, and he was saying, he said this. I love these words when the, the prophet Jeremiah said, he said it felt like fire all wrapped up in my bones. He couldn't hold it in. You ought to feel like that even in your house today. You ought to feel like that to know that you've inherited eternal life through Jesus Christ. He ain't on the cross, folks. He ain't on the cross. He's risen. And because he's risen, I don't die in sin. And can't no grave hold me. God, that's great. Keep going. I, got, I might get off my subject here. Just think about it. 
He will have all men and women to be saved. He would have all men and women, and ain't nothing on the other side of all. And we need to quit pointing fingers at certain groups of folks. Jesus Christ died for all men. We don't get to choose who he died for. He died for all men and women. They can be saved. And it's not our choice, and it's not our call. God done it centuries ago because he had so much love for the world that he wanted the whole world to be saved. He gave the best of the best, his only begotten son. Keep going, please. And to come unto the knowledge of the truth. And we want to come into the knowledge of the truth. And the knowledge of the truth is, For no there. matter what have I done, I'm saved. That's right. I'm saved by the blood of the Lamb. I saved, remember the old song, and I know I am. That's what this is about this morning. It ain't about clothes, how many people's going to church and ain't going to church. It's about you as an individual knowing what God done for you. If you never stepped in a church ever again, he done it for you. And you should come to church, be obedient, because he says, don't forget to fellowship together. But you all know what I'm saying. There are some people who won't go to church again. They're in hospitals, and they won't come out of the hospital. But guess it don't end there. Their life doesn't end there. Guess what? If they pass away, their life begins because they inherit eternal life through the Lord Jesus Christ. What, where am I at? Verse number five. Thank you. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. The man Christ. There's only one God and one mediator between God and man. It's Christ Jesus. Now, we got all these other folks trying to figure out what this virus is doing. But there ain't but, hey, hey, there ain't but one man, one mediator between me and God. It's Christ Jesus. Ain't no, no voting. No Democrats, no Republicans. There's one man, the man, Christ Jesus. You remember when Pilate saw him come up and, and Jesus walking up, he said, the man. He said, the man. I'm saying this morning, the man, Christ Jesus, died for our sins this morning. And we inherit eternal life. And it's a shame that we only get it once a year. It's an everyday thing. That's right. It's an everyday thing. All right? He gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. He gave himself as a ransom for who? For all. For all. And ain't nothing on the other side at all. So when you get ready to open your mouth and put somebody down, you need to think about it. God, through Jesus Christ, gave his son as a ransom for that person you're pointing at over there. In other words, it ain't about you. It's about the love of God for people. He wants us all to be saved. And he, he made a way through love in his heart. He gave his son, Jesus Christ. God has such a big heart that he loved even me before I even knew who he was or cared to know who he was. His heart was so big. His love was so powerful that it could see through the dirt and the filth that I was living in and see what I could become through salvation and the cleansing of the Holy Ghost, cleansing the Spirit. I'm excited about it. 
But I'm not just excited about it on Easter. I'm excited about it every day. You see? All right. Next is 1 John 4, starting at verse 7 from the Passion. Those who are loved by God, let his love continually pour from you to one another. And those that are loved by God, we let God's love pour in us. That's right. And then he pours his love in us. Then we can pour that love into other people. That's what this whole thing's all about. That's what being a Christian's all about. That's right. But being a Christian's all about God has given me enough that I can give it to somebody else. And I want him to continue pouring his love in me so that I can continue pouring love into other people. And, and getting like him, loving people in spite of, not because of. That's why his love is. So I ask God, keep pouring your love in me. There are many of you that I'm looking at that are from out of town. I'm glad that that love keeps pouring in me and you that you can love me from a distance. Because God's love can love from a distance. Amen. So the prayer for me, for Christ Temple North members and friends, we just want God to keep pouring his love in us. So we can have a love fest and pour our love into other people. Helping other people. Encouraging other people. Lifting other people up. Praying for other people. Lord, keep pouring your love in me so I can pour love into others. That's what this day is really about. Keep going, please. Everyone who loves is fathered by God and experiences an intimate knowledge of him. And everybody who loves, everybody who really, really loves, mm -hmm. experience an intimate knowledge of God. That's right. When you really, really love, you experience the same love for your brothers and your sisters that he did. It ought to, it ought to hurt you when you see somebody that's not saved. Amen. You see, that hurt you because it hurt him. It ought to hurt us. All right? In verse 8, the one who doesn't love has yet to know God. If you, if the one who doesn't love is yet to know God. Some people don't know him, so they can't love. And we're expecting them to love. They can't do it. It's impossible to love without God in your heart. You see? And so well, we have to pray for them to get saved. We can't pray for them to love. We need to pray for them to get saved and baptized with the Holy Spirit so that God can pour love in them and then they can love us back. We once were those people. We don't need to forget. All right? The light of God's love shined within us. The light of God's love shines where? Within us. We should be a shining light of God's love within us. Right? right? We the church, not meaning this building, we the church, we the body of Christ, should be, our light should be shining so much when people look at us and see us, they ought to be able to see God in us. Because God's light shines through us. You see? You see? You see somebody walk in darkness, they ought to be able to follow you. And you be their light until they find it for themselves. All right? He sent his matchless son into the world so that we might live through him. He sent his, his son, Jesus Christ, through the world so we might live through him. 
And you know my favorite thing, I walk as Christ, I talk as Christ, I think as Christ. I have the Spirit of Christ within me. And if I have the Spirit of Christ within me, then I can love people like Christ loved people. And that's not because of, that's even in spite of. You see, that's all he's asked us to do. Surely all he's given us, that he's loved us so much and all he's given us, the least we can do is to love one another. The least we can do is to live like him. All right? And in verse 10, this is love. He loved us long before we loved him. He loved us long before we loved him. He loved us when we were at places we shouldn't be in, people shouldn't be in, sniffing we should, what we shouldn't have been sniffing, drinking what we've been drinking, all those things, acting a fool. He still loved us. And, see, and, and then we don't want to love anybody, but we think so-called perfect people, which they need, we need to be careful with that. He loved you when you were at your lowest. You need to love him and your brother, excuse me, your brother and sister when they're at their lowest. You see, it's my duty as a Christian to love people, no matter spite their condition, their condition is in. All right. And it was his love, not ours. Yes, it's his love, not mine. Keep going, please. He proved it by sending his son to be the pleasing sacrificial offering to take away our sins. He sent his son to be the pleasing. I mean, he sent his son to take away our sins. That's right. He sent his son to take away our sins. Wow. And all he's asking you to do is to love one another. All right. And this one is a good one, Pastor. Mm-hmm. Delightfully loved ones, if he loved us with such tremendous love, then loving one another should be our way of life. If he loved us with this tremendous love, then loving one another should be the, a way of life. Right. It ought to be a way of life for every Christian. Amen. It ought to be a way of life for every Christian. This is how we should live. This is how we should live as Christians. It ought to be a way of life. All right? Now for our last scripture is Romans 8, starting at verse 32. He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously, Give us all things. So he he didn't even spare his own son. He didn't spare his own son. Why wouldn't he give us all the other blessings that we need? Come on, people. He didn't spare his own son. So how wouldn't he, why wouldn't he give us all the other blessings that we need? You see what I'm saying? That's right. You see, see if they need help out there, base man, so Isaac can come back in here. You see what I'm saying? This is what we're talking about here. That's right. He wouldn't do that. So if he'd give his only son, if he'd give his only son for, our, for us, then he'll give you all the other things that you need. All right, here we go. 
And in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. And in all these things, we're more than conquerors than him who loved us. That's what it's all about. We will overcome this virus. They said we can come over all things. That's right. All right. For I am convinced that neither death nor life. And I love this. I am convinced that neither death nor life. Neither angels nor demons. Neither angels nor demons. The present or the future. The present or the future. Or any powers. Or any powers. Height nor depth. Height nor depth. Or anything else in all creation. Or anything else in all creation will separate us from the love of God. That's right. Through Jesus Christ. Nothing else will separate us. Nothing will separate us. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. He proved that by sending his only begotten son. The Lord Jesus Christ. Amen to that. Brother Trevor will be, he spoke on Saturday, Brother DJ on Friday. We need to pull that up and listen to those messages. You've you got to stay home, listen to those messages. Brother Isaac's going to sing one of my favorite songs I'd asked him to sing. I'm going to pray, and then he's coming up. I, we love you all, and we'll, we'll be back together in the same situation uh, pretty soon physically, but we are always connected spiritually through the body of Christ. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we want to thank you for your precious gift, Heavenly Father. Not be, I mean, you could have been selfish and kept your son, your only son, but you said, no. I'm going to give the greatest sacrificial lamb, Jesus, my son. He's going to be the sacrificial lamb. John the Baptist says, woe, the lamb of God who come to take away the sins of the world. That's what he done for us. And then we, we read that scripture. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Oh, who should ever believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. We thank you for that. We thank you for that this morning. We thank you. And Jesus, we thank you so much that you love God the Father and us that you became that sacrificial lamb. And we thank God the Father, God the Son, to send the Holy Spirit in our presence right now. Right now, in all the different houses that are listening to this message, he's there. The Holy Spirit is there, and we thank you for it. Have a wonderful, blessed Easter. In Jesus Christ's name we pray, amen. Amen. He 
ocean is dry There's no stars in the sky And the sparrow can't fly If there isn't love Then heaven's a mix There's no feeling like this If there is in love, even in death he remembered the thief hanging by his side. He spoke of love and compassion then he took him to paradise and if that is in love the ocean is dry there's no stars in the sky and the sparrow can't fly if that is in love then heavens are me there's no fear like this if there is in love it's got to be love happy resurrection day god bless you